Hello Anchor, this is Anna Guerra, your host, and welcome to my daily podcast. Okay, I'm sold. <laughs> Hello guys, welcome to another episode. Today we are bringing you something new. So what you just heard was not me, obviously, that was Daniela Miranda. She is a friend of mine and she is our special guest for this show. She's already smiling because I introduced her the right way. Properly. Yeah. <laughs> um, hello, Anchor. Hello, Anchor. <laughs> she was like, ah, don't know me. But <laughs> yeah, I mentioned to you guys that I would be bringing Daniela to the show. I even called her my marketing soulmate. And the idea for this show, and we're going to try out for a few episodes and see how we roll, if people like it or not, if we're comfortable enough to do it, which we think we are. But um, the point is that on these episodes, we are going to be um, going through some of the trending news or news that we really want to talk about in terms of marketing, entertainment, tech, you know, all the fun stuff that you're used to reading about and that I guess you like because you're listening to this podcast right now. That's that's who I see my target people to be. <laughs> um, so yeah, we're, we're going to try to keep it as casual as possible, always make it feel like you're listening to one of our regular conversations. And because that's way easier for us because we don't have to script anything. <laughs> yeah. So it's not like we're trying to be natural. It's yeah. just easier for us. Yeah. And that's what we want. It's organic. <laughs> it's organic. And hopefully that's... it also gives all the listeners like a chance to call in and be an actual part of the conversation. Yeah. And, yeah. What we mean by that is we don't ha want to have that much work editing this out. <laughs> That's the truth when people say, oh, I just want to keep it real. What they yeah. actually mean is, I don't want to have too much work with this, okay? Yeah. Truth but, is, it works, yeah, usually. It does, it does. But yeah, that's that's what we're going to do. And for today, uh, this episode is going to be a little bit out of the regular because we're going to talk a little bit about how Daniela met me, um what has been going on with our lives what is our opinion on some of the things that are happening on linkedin that we've been f familiar with mm -hmm. and what's going on with our careers and what do we expect it to be and career choices and all of that fun jazz yeah. it's actually a fun topic to start with because i'm pretty sure we kind of first met on linkedin so <sighs> You will hear more about this. I'm sure we'll we'll get into this topic uh, further on this episode. But I think our first ever like meeting each other, connection, whatever, was mm -hmm. actually you accidentally stalking me on LinkedIn. That's true. It is. But guys, keep stay listening. Keep <laughs> listening. We're hoping that our chemistry and our friendship goes through the podcast, and that people get to hear that, and that you find this funny enough to hear it till the end we have no idea how long this is gonna take yeah. but we're just gonna roll with it right hopefully funny enough to hear another episode in the near future yeah yeah <laughs> yeah yeah let's see let's let's hope so so danielle do you have anything else that you want to add about i mean you should give like a proper introduction introduction of yourself okay before we start okay so my name is daniela and uh i met anna when we were both at university, we were uh, doing very similar bachelors. She was majoring in uh, uh, marketing management while I was doing specifically management. Uh, however, 
we were both super in love with marketing. We were in the same junior enterprise and we got to know each other very quickly because actually a mutual friend uh, said we would definitely be super great friends and that we were super similar to each other. So we had to know each other and we basically just chatted until we had no further questions <laughs> no, no just tell them that he my friend interviewed you and he thought yeah, yeah absolutely so this girl is the new Anagera. yeah this is true actually <laughs> so i was joining this junior enterprise that anna was already in um and the our friend who interviewed me to join it actually put in his notes i think while interviewing me um Anagera 2.0 <laughs> And then I got in, he introduced the two of us. We uh, were cl we clearly had like super similar mindsets in terms of marketing and ideas uh, overall, and also in terms of what we wanted to do with our careers and everything. Um, and that's how we got to know each other uh, for a couple of years. And yeah, how many years? Not, not that not long, that like, many. like two, two years. Two years yeah, probably. we met like yeah. two years ago. Um, yeah, we're not studying anymore. And basically my current uh i'm currently in between jobs as you said um a couple of podcasts ago <laughs> no, no, just, uh, we're in between projects yeah people that don't do projects. anything you know we're between projects um yeah but i'm currently working in berlin uh and up until now i was working as a marketing associate in a startup called uniplaces and now i'm actually going to join a new uh german startup that i will reveal when i do join it just to <laughs> Just to not... Stay tuned, yeah. guys. Stay tuned. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty much it. But any questions, feel free to ask. Yeah, yeah, for sure, guys. You know you know how it is here on Anchor. And if you're listening <laughs> anywhere else, you're free to send us questions either by calling in our Anchor or by tweeting us. Yeah. Daniela, what's your tweet? Actually, my Twitter handle is private. Oh, yeah, true, but, true. Um, no, it's okay. They can send it to mine. But my Facebook is open. If that's an option. <laughs> wanna, my Facebook you, is open. If you want to go there, but my Twitter's private, actually. Yeah, yeah. Because it's not like professional enough. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I wouldn't. I wouldn't want like a, f a future employee employer yeah, to, to look see. at it. No. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't want anyone to look at it. Let's be honest. <laughs> yeah, you're just talking about yourself. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I don't even talk about myself. I just talk about crap. Like stuff. random stuff, random yeah. thoughts that go through your head. Yeah. Yeah. The stupid ones. The smart ones go to Facebook or LinkedIn. Actually, do you, do you I, post anything on LinkedIn, though? I do, but no one sees it. I, I publish something on LinkedIn like once a month, at least, which I think is pretty regular for you LinkedIn. Said, you said you post something once a month, a month, and you think that's regular? For LinkedIn, it is. I mean, there are some people who like accept one invite a year, but... But I get so many invites, and I have no idea why. No idea. I get like at least 20 invites a day, minimum. Isn't that a lot? It is, it is. I don't know why, but it's always I get crap. I get a lot more now because because of my position. Yeah. But still I don't think I get twenty a day. I, I don't know why, like but it's always crap. Five to ten. It's always like people I have no connections yeah. with. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and they have like no career whatsoever. And I don't know how they find it. You know, that school of life. I think it's because thing. I have way too many connections on LinkedIn because I mm. remember a couple so of years back. So they think this girl must must be important. Yeah. I need to connect with her. Because a couple of years because. back. Because. <laughs> I remember just adding a bunch of people because I wanted to have at least the 500 connections on LinkedIn. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I didn't really know like 500 people. So I have 
a stupid number of connections. I have like 5,000 or something like that that I don't know. And I have everyone blocked that I don't know. So it works for me because I have them as a number, but I don't really see their posts if I don't like them. Oh, right. Because you wanted your feed to be absolutely like contact yeah. that you want to see. Yeah, I want to, yeah, I want my feed to be like what I want to see. And I don't really want to go back. Yeah, curated. <laughs> and I don't really want to go back and unfriend and follow whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. All those people that I just added. I didn't really just add them for the number. I remember that I was in university and I wanted to add everyone in like the companies that I eventually wanted to work in. So there's a couple companies, not necessarily specifically in Portugal, but mostly Portuguese people working for those mm -hmm, companies mm -hmm. that I have like everyone from added. Like, yeah, I know what you mean. I do the same. Yeah. <laughs> and in the meantime, they've and actually like you know, switched. You know they're going from a company to exactly. another and you can see like all the transactions. Exactly. In the meantime, yeah. like I did this probably two, three years ago, mm -hmm. maybe a bit more. And in the meantime, some of those people, a lot of those people switched to a different company or to a different position. And I know it. So you know, you know both companies. I and know everything. We've talked about this. Yeah, you this remember? Is super yeah. Oh, there's that dude. He's going to that one. Yeah, and there's absolutely no reason that I know this person, and it's actually happened that you. And go, they don't know you know them. Yeah, they don't know. <laughs> they don't they know you followed for... all their life, and you know exactly where they're going, yeah. what they know. Or maybe they know you. <laughs> maybe they also followed your life. Yeah, yeah. But it's actually happened that I go to a conference and I meet someone. I'm like, oh, I've I've heard of you. And the only reason yeah, I've heard yeah. of them is because, because I stalk them online. On LinkedIn, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Which is fun. I think it's um, it's an, a cool way of stalking someone if mm -hmm. when you stalk them like professionally and not. Yeah, not not, not in a creepy way. Yeah, you're like, oh, I, think, I really know you. You 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 left that company. Now you're yeah. blah blah blah. Really cool, right? Yeah, exactly. That kind of way. And I don't try to make it anonymous in any way. I don't I don't try to cover my tracks up when I stalk someone on LinkedIn because yeah. you, you do get the notifications that someone visited your mm -hmm, profile. Mm -hmm. I never ever tried to make it like private. Um first of all because it's too much work. <laughs> and yeah everyone you know when people are like, oh I'm not gonna check their profile because, because it's gonna see. show up that yeah. I saw like who crap. cares? They're gonna go <laughs> and click on mine again. Yeah. Damn right. Damn right, yeah. <laughs> well and I actually think that if you go to a person's profile and then on the same day you go again, they don't get two notifications for that. Yeah, no. So you can be as much of a soccer as you wish, but they, they're just going to think always that you went there once and that's fine. That's good, actually. It's you, positive. No, no, you're saying that you go to someone's LinkedIn multiple times Absolutely. a day. Because I have a terrible memory. So for example, if I'm on an interview process, uh, the first email that I get from that person, I check their LinkedIn. Yeah. And, and you're then, like, who is this person? I need yeah. to know them. And then probably an hour later, I forgot their name. So I go and check again. And then before the interview, I have to check again because I forgot their names again. And then after the interview, I have to check again because there's something I didn't get about their career. <laughs> and it just goes on and on. Yeah. Yeah. I forget people's names a lot. <laughs> yeah. And also, I think there's a lot of things on LinkedIn that don't really add up or that you assume like how frequent wait guys we, we're turning this into a linkedin episode it's already been like fine. It, it's it, yeah it's fine this is just another content We've, it's already been like almost 12 minutes of this so and you said you were worried we weren't going to find enough content i knew this would happen i Go. lost my track you 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 were saying there's something about linkedin that doesn't add up yeah how often do you get contacts on linkedin for 
from recruiters for jobs that you have absolutely the opposite no. profile of. No, that doesn't. That, it it just happens often. to you. Yeah. Like even but today, like what kind of uh, what kind uh, of job opportunities? Either, either it is on a completely different area of what I'm doing, uh, or literally a completely different area of the world. Like I once had an interview for a position that seemed very nice, and then the girl said it's in London. Uh, and I was like, well, I might be willing to relocate depending on the conditions. Okay, but London is not that insane, though. Yeah, I but, was but thinking wait. Like... And then she said, oh, you're not in London? I'm like, isn't it obvious by my profile? It says Berlin a couple of times there, and then it says Lisbon. It never says London. <laughs> yeah, and and what like, did oh, she say? Oh, I'm so sorry. I thought you were in London. And then she finished the interview. Like the call, not a proper interview. <laughs> And that, she guys, is how you waste your resources. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and I get a lot, a lot of messages for not very good jobs, but uh, for jobs where you have to speak German, which I don't. Mm, and yeah, then yeah, yeah. Uh, it's super obvious that you have to speak German. And I just answer back, uh, sorry, you didn't notice uh, on my profile that I'm not fluent in German, which I think is just rude. <laughs> I know recruiters <laughs> do this a lot, but... I mean, just check. You probably the did it abilities. yourself, too, right? Did I? I don't know. I don't think so. I've actually stalked a lot of people on LinkedIn for like professional purposes to hire them or something mm -hmm. similar. Mm -hmm. And I don't know. I think when you're, especially when you're young, right now, you're good at stalking online, and you wouldn't miss something like the languages that they speak mm -hmm. fluently. Unless their profile is not very well constructed, which I think... Which does happen. Yeah, which does happen. It happens a lot. Especially people who speak, let's use German as an example, um, as a native language. And then all the only language they put on LinkedIn oh, is English. Oh, they don't English. put their own language. They don't put right, their own. Right, right. Which I think is, like, why? Why would you do that? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So I just assume I know the language of the country. <laughs> to me, it doesn't make sense, especially because the... If I don't put Portuguese... Because there's an option that says native, so native, you do exactly. have to. <laughs> and uh, the only thing in my profile that says I speak Portuguese, besides it actually saying Portuguese as a native language, would be the that I lived in Portugal. That you that studied. I, that, that I studied in Portugal. High school, probably. But I actually... Or, I don't but, have my high yeah, school yeah. on my LinkedIn, but I yeah. do have my university, which was Lisbon. Um, but you could have done it in English, though. and I actually did it in, yeah. in English, so it doesn't really prove anything. I don't, I don't think it makes any sense. But what I was saying ten minutes ago was that uh, a lot of people have things that don't add up on their profiles on LinkedIn, and then you actually get to meet them, and it's so confusing because you feel like you know their own their whole life, and then you go back and it's like, oh, he's not even from the country that I thought he was from because. Mm -hmm. This profile started. Yeah. Uh, you think it's like so 25. clear from the profile, but then yeah. there's all these things that don't add up. Yeah, and it also happens a lot with people who are uh, a lot older and that, mm -hmm. that have pretty big careers, but they started their LinkedIn, obviously, mm, not that yeah, long and ago. Not everything is not there. Everything is there. Yeah, 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 they yeah, have yeah. their studies there if they're proud of the, the university <laughs> they went to. Yeah, and then they true. have the, the latest, like two, yeah, the maybe. best positions they had. Mm -hmm. super curated <laughs> there's no point yeah because when i when i go to a profile of someone who has a career that i look up to i want to see how they started i know where they are now especially if you're like in the board of a big company exactly let, let me just ask you one thing so you believe that on linkedin there it should be everything right 
I think it should or be Or do you think everything. it should be like very curated? Like, do you only put like your best projects and blah, 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 like, or do you put everything? I think if you're doing multiple projects at once, um, that it's okay to to not put something that went wrong and that you don't really want to share mm-hmm, or mm-hmm, that you're mm-hmm. not as proud of. But you don't want to share the journey. But if it was a proper mm-hmm. job, like if you were working for someone else, especially mm-hmm. for like a year or mm-hmm. more, then there's no point in hiding it, I think. Yeah. Um, there it, sh- it should be there. But uh, I actually think I have everything. I don't have everything, but I have everything that I consider relevant. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, right. But for example, uh, while I was a lot younger, um, I used to teach uh, maths and English to little kids. I don't have that on my mm-hmm, LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. And I know some people who do. They have tutoring there. Um, I do have it as like an extra, like on the obvious part of my uh, CV. Mm. I have a little like list of hobbies and I have education. And I mentioned that I tutored. I have tech, I think, and music and films. I'm pretty sure. So... I have it on my CV, but not on my LinkedIn. And then there's things that you can find on my LinkedIn, but not on my CV. Because I wouldn't yeah, waste yeah, space yeah, with yeah, them. Yeah, 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 exactly. That, that's how I feel about it as but well. But it really depends. Like a on, LinkedIn on is not a CV. Was. A LinkedIn for no. me is supposed to be more than a CV. Yeah. If you want to see some something else, if you want to know the story, yeah. then you go to LinkedIn. Yeah. But then again, if you really want to specialize, for example, in digital marketing, or if you want to do... Um, Google ads or whatever and then I go to your LinkedIn and it mentions the three jobs you had in retail while you were studying because you wanted that extra cash okay okay now you sparked something else in me (laughs) which is something that we've also talked about which is when you start doing something and you do it a a lot like imagine you go for a job position in area B Mm -hmm. and you did that a lot and now you want to switch and people only consider you for job position B? Yeah, exactly. I've actually been kind of warned of that very early, early on uh, by Jean Ribeiro, actually. Uh, I remember going, I remember being at Uno Places. Um, Tag him. <laughs> uh, okay, I'll give a little uh, background. So, Joao uh, used to work with me uh, at Uno Places, and now he is actually at For All Phones. Uh, whom you've probably heard of in this yeah, yeah, same yeah. podcast. Um, and um, Joanne told me very early on when we met that I shouldn't be working ever like on anything that wasn't exactly what I wanted to do because if I was good at that, then everyone would try to get me to work on that more. And I know it happened to him in the past. Uh, I think he was very good at sales and partnerships in general. And he was get, getting like kind of dragged into that world while um, he really wanted to explore other things, no matter if he liked it or not. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was actually super like afraid that that would happen to me because I, about a year ago, I was getting a lot into SEO. And I knew that I didn't want to specialize that much in SEO. I really wanted to uh, look at other sides of digital marketing, maybe more towards the paid side and also not so digital marketing, mm-hmm. maybe outside of marketing even. Um, really, Daniela? Outside of marketing? <laughs> what's happening? Yeah. <laughs> well, technically, my, my next position is not going to be in marketing and uh, paper, mm. but <laughs> we'll see about that. I think marketing is too global to, to define like yeah. that. Um, but yeah, he warned me, do, if, you, if you don't want to do SEO for the next five years and you know what you want to do, then just switch now because 
if you're good at this, then everyone will force you to do it. And it's going to mm -hmm. be so difficult to get out of it. And it's true, honestly. It's it's some of the thing. It's one of the things that I struggled the most with in terms of career right now. Um, I've I've said to Anna, and I can say it here, that what I was doing at Uniplaces is actually going to be extremely similar to what I'm going to do at this new company that I'm going to join. Although the industry is completely different, because it's an expertise that I have and that that I've proven to be good at. Um, I actually like it, but uh, it does limit you in some way mm. so are you worried in a way i'm not worried because it's something that i could see myself doing like for a year or two but then i know that mm -hmm. uh, i will want to do something else and hopefully i will be able to do something else at the same company so it does open an, a new door because it opens a new industry but it's definitely true and i think a lot of people struggle with that especially with uh, with a market right now that has like so many options because if you look 40 years ago or something like that if you wanted to work in marketing you wanted to work in marketing you didn't want to work in digital marketing you didn't want to work specifically in facebook ads that was crazy mm -hmm. marketing was new yeah um, many companies didn't have a marketing department so you didn't have to choose that specifically and expertise like being able to do facebook ads very nicely or something like that uh it didn't happen with anything not even mm -hmm. like pr uh you, you weren't expected to be an expert in anything you were expected to be good at working mm -hmm. and, yeah yeah yeah. So, yeah because it's something that you you don't need to have many years or have like specific yeah. skills you just need to be like good with people yeah in a way and be hard working yeah. that's at what least you in mean. marketing i, I yeah. don't want to speak for other areas but yeah, in marketing yeah, yeah. definitely mm -hmm. and like have some kind of knowledge like normal strategy yeah. and know yeah. how things work like be yeah. business savvy i would yeah, say knowledge of like normal benchmarks knowing what's happening with the other companies yeah. but that's super global mm -hmm, mm -hmm. not yeah. specific at all yeah do you actually i think that's a good question for you to switch this a little bit mm -hmm. uh, because if i looked a couple of months ago maybe even i wouldn't see you working in social mm -hmm. uh, do you think that it's going to kind of limit you to only working in social for the next couple of years yeah that's a good question <laughs> i've thought about it you have asked me this before so the first thing is well when i joined microsoft i had no idea what i was going to do yeah. so this is not something that i chose mm -hmm. but it ended up being something that i do like but not that much which which is even crazier i would say that i prefer the pr part than the social part yeah. which is even less digital and to be honest even though i did so i was always like very digital driven blah 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 and then i did my masters in digital marketing but most of the things that i learned are influencing my job yeah in the way that i lead it in the strategies that i develop but the specific knowledge i never have contact with it and what i mean by that is I'm not doing Google ads, I'm not doing Facebook ads, I'm not working in SEO, I'm not working in everything that is like digital marketing yeah. skills. And I think things. that you're working with influencers, which is digital, but yeah, it's just yeah, a yeah. coincidence that it is digital. It could, yes, it could not yes, be. Yes. The only way I feel connected to the things that I learned in my masters and in the digital marketing world yeah. is because I'm working with influencers and because it's gaming I'm very, very... Um, well, you're doing social media, so it's still... Yeah, social media, yeah. Much. But now in terms of PR, yeah. it is because I'm working with influencers and most of them 
obviously they're very digital savvy and they're using yeah. all social media and some of them are even running their own ads and blah 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 so i'm working with them in terms of that it's because some of them are streamers so yeah. in a way i have to be digital savvy because i have to know a camera works like this and then i have to post this on that and blah 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 but that's digital in general that's not digital marketing you know although it's everything is connected and like you said it's very hard to define what is marketing and what is not marketing so i think for me right now this position the only way i get to be digital is because of the industry yeah, and not exactly. because of the position itself yeah you see I've, what i mean yeah but i've actually always kind of uh stood by that that um people would ask me what do you want to work on uh, and i would say digital marketing but then again at the same time uh one of my first internship ever uh when i was in the first year of university was actually uh not in digital marketing it was in communications and pr but it wasn't a tech company so i've always very much stood by the opinion that i either want to work in digital marketing for a company that's not in tech or i wouldn't mind working in marketing or business development for a tech company mm -hmm. uh, which i think so as long as you have the tech factor on it yeah uh, it's I'm fine <laughs> yeah 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 I, i'm passionate about it either way yeah but i've actually for for the last year i wasn't working in digital marketing at all Uh, but when you work in marketing and you have to come up with strategies, I think yeah. the, you're always thinking digital. It, and the thing always. is, what is digital marketing nowadays? Exactly. Because every marketing is digital. I think it goes back to that as yeah. well. And I've actually spent the last um, couple of months um, at this job always very much defending offline marketing because my job was to do campaigns that would integrate online and offline. Um, and I think the, the number one mistake that people do, especially in startups that are trying to expand, which was yeah. what I was doing. They focus everything on digital. I think okay. both. I think yeah. they focus a lot on digital because it's cheap and you go far with it. And that's what they know. If they, yeah. if they are on an industry where you require trust, which was my case with real estate, um, and there are industries that are even worse, then they will do offline campaigns, but they will not mix the two. They will not integrate mm -hmm. online with offline, which is which mistake. is crazy, yeah. which is absolutely crazy because you can get the perks of both mm -hmm. by doing smaller offline campaigns that link. So what I was trying to do over the last couple of months was to do integrated camp campaigns that would always have or as much as possible would have the, the two sides of it. And I was always focusing a lot on offline because I was dealing a lot with trust issues from customers. So um, offline always, always wins there. But... I think what's important is that when you're passionate about digital marketing, you understand how everything works and how you can connect everything and how you can, for example, I was dealing a lot with university events, how you can go to a university, collect data, collect enough data from people who interact with you to then turn it into an audience for Facebook ads, for example. So mm -hmm. um, knowing digital marketing, being passionate about digital marketing, I think is how you optimize campaigns and not how you make the campaign itself yeah yeah i so see what you mean yeah i think that's very important for like students of people who are studying marketing to to keep in mind yeah. that they don't really have to um specialize in something that much if you want to be absolutely great at google ads i mean be my guest yeah absolutely. great that you have that kind of patience <laughs> uh but that's not the only way to excel at digital marketing yeah exactly And it might not be the most interesting one for you. Mm -hmm, yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah, definitely agree. 
And what I was also going to say is that I definitely understood through my masters that although I, I love digital marketing very much, I definitely didn't want to go the too analytic way yeah. and just spe like especially ads because I, I yeah. don't really believe in ads. <laughs> I think like if I look back in my life, how many times I've bought something because I saw an ad. Yeah. I mean, obviously there are brand ads that you see over time, but just like instant saw an ad and decided to buy something. It was probably like three times in yeah. my whole life. I think you it know? really depends on the industry, but if if you choose to really focus on ads, uh, so we're talking about any paid performance channel online yeah, exactly. pretty much. Um, if you chose to focus on that, then you need to know that you're limiting yourself to very specific industries for pretty much the rest of your life. And yeah. they're always going to change, but still, it's not going to get to certain industries, especially when you, if you're still talking e-commerce, which is, I guess, where most ads would yeah. uh, be relevant. Most um, like digital yeah goods if you if you get the prices up a little bit so any industry that you switch to the the price is slightly higher then you might not be able to do what you're doing anymore because the conversions will not work as you're uh, expecting mm -hmm. them to yeah. and you will not survive only on ads only yeah. on paid performance so uh, i think it's very limiting and if you're if you have like this nice mindset that you actually understand multiple channels and everything then sure it's great to to focus on something like that but just be aware of like all the platforms out there and everything that you can explore and how it changes when you go to a different industry so at the end of every episode we're going to do a little game so the game for today that we're going to run first of all these are all games that we make up or so far they are so far that you make up. Yeah, that I, I, so the game that I made up is called Guess the Tweet. This is actually like a game that happens, like a lot of like yeah. TV shows, like YouTube do this. So what's going to happen now is I'm going to read a tweet that I chose and I'm going to give Daniela three options and she's going to have to guess which okay. one is the correct answer. And oh she's God. going to give us like her rationale her logic mm -hmm. and we're gonna laugh ha! my logic or lack thereof <laughs> yes here goes okay innovate almost at all cost this is a tweet this is a tweet okay just innovate, innovate almost at all cost okay whatever this means and tell, do me you wanna... the, tell me the options okay so a jeff bezos okay from amazon yeah. B, Jaden Smith, Will's son, <laughs> and C, Toyota, the car company. Ah, okay. You gotta admit these are so cool options. My, my first option, you said innovate, and I thought, Gary V. Innovate <laughs> almost at all costs. But then you said almost, almost. at all costs. What, what does I it thought, mean, almost at all costs? Not at all costs, but pretty much there. But almost. When you said almost, but I thought innovate. it's not Gary V, because Gary V would say, innovate at all costs <laughs> there's absolutely no exceptions no in the world say, of yeah. gary exactly okay. so the options are um jeff bezos, bezos. jaden smith and toyota toyota i don't think toyota would there because it's it's, it's kind of funny it kind of sounds like jaden smith i'm gonna go with jeff bezos <laughs> because i think it's too funny for toyota and not like funny it's it's 
it's a weird, like an ironic type of funny. I, mm-hmm. I don't think Toyota would go for it. Although I've never ever in my life followed Toyota in yeah. any type of social network. Me neither. Um, so I, I, I'm gonna eliminate Toyota. And I it's think like a, a TV show. It like does really sound. Show. It does really sound like Jaden Smith, because he has the craziest tweets. But it, it's almost not crazy enough for him. So I'm definitely gonna go with Jeff Bezos. Although you put him as your first option, so it's less likely. But yeah, strong. <laughs> strong. It's Who Jaden was it? Smith. Really? It does get. It's not like him. My my other tweet that I was gonna put from him was, I'm gonna wear a skirt on my next music video. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so should I say mine? Yeah, you can say yours and then I'll go with mine. Okay, so my uh, we, we each brought two tweets, but this is definitely my favorite. So my tweet is, Also, I just learned that YT people is YouTube people and not internet slang for white people. <laughs> I thought the Y was like Y and then the T was T. <laughs> Do you want me this to repeat it? This is a really it? good one. No, I got it. I got it. So YT yeah. thought was white. white. people. And apparently a lot of people thought the same. That's and genius. YT the... people. Have you ever seen someone saying like YT people? No, it's just yeah. the writing. Okay. Yeah. And my options for you are Blake Lively, Chrissy Teigen, and Lena Dunham. Hmm. I think it definitely sounds like Chrissy Teigen. <laughs> I'm not familiar with Lena Dunham, but I mean, I know her, mm-hmm. but I, I don't follow her tweets or know what her style is. Although, I mean, she was friends with Taylor Swift. <laughs> but who <laughs> wasn't? Know. Who wasn't? I know Blake she, Lively wrote, was as she wrote well. Girls. Yeah, and, and Blake Lively was as well. I mean, I don't think Blake Lively would say this. I think she's probably like very clean on social media. She's not. Think so? I don't know. Like, I follow her Instagram. She's married to Deadpool. <laughs> yeah, true. He's a master of, like, Instagram. But I think she but, is as well because, like, of their relationship, kind of. But, like, Instagram, I know she's, like, very clean on Instagram. <clears throat> mm-hmm. It's, like, very picture perfect. So I would go with Chrissy Teigen. That's right. Woo! <laughs> she's the best. I love that she's, tweet. She's so good on... Was that like the recent one that you this said was, was about Logan Paul, by the way? Ah, she was commenting on the Logan Paul situation, and she said, "Also, I just learned that YT people is YouTube people, not white people." <laughs> okay, this one, I think it's harder than my last one. Okay, I'm gonna miss the eclipse, and I'm really worried no one is gonna post a crappy picture of it on Instagram. I kind of feel like I saw this at the time. Okay, go for the options. I mean, we kind of follow the same people. Mm-hmm. So it's it's very likely that one of the tweets I choose, you must have seen it while mm-hmm. you are searching for yours. Yeah. So my options are A, Jennifer Lawrence, B, Anna Kendrick, C, Ryan Reynolds. Okay, so I don't follow Ryan Reynolds. I never have seen like tweets of him. The others were Anna Kendrick and Jennifer Lawrence. I also don't follow Jennifer Lawrence. I think she's, I love her as a person and like love listening to her interviews. I don't think she's very funny on social media. At least not that I've seen. My guess is Anna Kendrick, but I don't know about Ryan. But this really does sound like Anna Kendrick and I love her tweets. I think they're amazing. So I'm going to go with that. That's the logic. 
That's true. It is an Eccentric. <laughs> I love her tweets as well. She's like super, super, super funny. And Jennifer Lawrence, surprisingly, Isn't. she doesn't have an Instagram. Yeah. Jennifer. No, I mean, she doesn't have a Twitter. I don't know about Instagram, but I don't yeah. think she has Instagram either. I don't know. But Jennifer does keep it very low profile on social media. Yeah, yeah. I think she's had, like, suffered enough with, From like, interviews yeah. and, yeah, like, comments And with that she overall does. attention. Yeah. Okay. My second tweet is uh, much shorter, and it goes, Hats sold out, flamethrowers soon. Oh my god, I feel like I re read this today. I will say it again. Hats sold out, flamethrowers soon. I feel like this is Gary V. <laughs> and the options, actually <laughs> Gary V isn't in the options. Damn! Okay. So the options are Jaden Smith, Elon Musk, and Justin Bieber. Okay, it's Jaden Smith, because I, f I felt like I read this today, yeah. and I did check his, so I'm gonna go with Jaden Smith. You're sure? It's yes. Elon Musk. <laughs> and I'm not sure if he's serious about this. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Well, I'm not. I have no idea what he's yeah, talking maybe, about. Yeah, maybe I saw Elon Musk, like, very, like, briefly. Yeah, but I actually also had a Jaden Smith uh, tweet. Let's, let's just hear it out. And it was... And I would have, like, the same people for it, uh, for you to choose from. So I just chose the, the Elon Musk one because you had Jaden Smith on the other one. Uh, and the Jaden Smith tweet was, Travel is so expensive because they don't want you to see the world. <laughs> Actually, the, then, it's funny, but it doesn't sound like Jaden Smith tweet. Yeah. It doesn't and then sound... the first answer to it, like the first reply is, no, Jaden, travel is so expensive because capitalism. <laughs> Another good tweet from Jaden Smith is, time for Men in Black 4 starring me because I need some answers. <laughs> those are, those are actually like, very understandable. He has a few that you don't even understand what he's talking about. It's true. At all. I had a lot of fun with this game, and I yeah, had a lot too. of fun with this episode as well. Me too. Okay, guys, so we're coming to an end to this episode. Like I promised, we kept it very casual, very conversational. Why are you laughing already? <laughs> Did we I promise hope... that? <laughs> I hope that you guys liked it. I We're going to keep these episodes up, and now, what can I tell you? Just keep tuned for yeah. the next episode and we're going to be talking mainly about influencers and their role and what yeah. responsibility do they have or do they not are they role models do they have to be role models now yeah. i will shut up yeah <laughs> maybe on a, a little bit of a more struct structured way the next episode yeah that will be the main difference i mean we can't help it we're just so good <laughs> together yeah. come on Pretty much. Okay, guys. So let me tell you goodbye and call in with your questions or text us or anything. And I'll see you very, very soon. Bye-bye, Anchor. Bye, Anchor. <laughs>